Hi everyone, you're listening to Humanize Your Workplace with Alyssa Carpenter, where we chat about all things, well, human. On each of these bite-sized episodes, I'll give you something new to try to become more self-aware, help you build better work relationships, or just try to get you through a sticky work situation. It all starts with an open mind and a conversation. Hi everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Humanize Workplace. This week I have Christy with me, who's actually the founder of CJL Consulting, and she founded it in 2009 while completing her MBA as a way to really stay engaged in her career while completing her studies. As the founder, she supports her clients by creating beverage marketing and training programs. And it's so funny, Christy and I met, I guess, virtually via LinkedIn, and then looked at each other at an event, and we're like, oh my gosh, I know you, we met on LinkedIn. So I'm very excited to bring her on today. Welcome, Christy. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, it was such a funny way that we met, but I'm so glad that we connected, and I love what you're doing. And you too, and we, I love just talking about how different of the things that you're doing. We were talking a little bit before about just beverage photography, just things that are so new to me. And it just blows my mind, all the things that are out there, just all those possibilities. Oh yeah. It's, it's really, really fun. The tricks behind the beautiful beverage photography is what I love too. Like turning something that's really, you're just using different things to make something really, really beautiful. That just they're fooling me. My milk is probably not actually milk. <laughs> Sometimes it's glue. Oh, man. <laughs> well, I do think your career and just the evolution of it is so interesting. Just starting to work with other organizations and you know spawning off and doing things on your own. Who would you like to thank, or who do you feel is not responsible for you know being who you are today? But who would you like to thank for really helping you find your path? Well, in my personal life, it's my husband because I couldn't do what I do if I didn't have him as my my baseline, my foundation, taking care of the kids while I'm on the road. And even when I'm home and I'm just clo- just hidden away in my office, um, personally, it's definitely my husband. Um, I couldn't, I really couldn't That's do awesome. it without him. <laughs> yeah. You just got to be honest, right? We can't yeah. do it ourselves and I couldn't do a lot of what I do if I didn't have him but professionally there are two people that really made that professional impact and I think that those people that we have in our careers that really set the tone for the kind of person we're going to be not only as an employee but maybe one day as a leader or employer um I had two of them and I'm very lucky. The first one was my third boss and she was amazing. Her name was Jennifer and she was my boss in Germany. She was our public affairs officer when I was working overseas for the military and she just had my back no matter what. She was my cheerleader, my supporter. She brought me back off the ledge when I was losing my mind. And granted, I started this job when I was 24. So <laughs> everything was, the sky is falling. And I was very <laughs> chicken little back then. Um, and she had a great way of like managing my energy and t- like channeling it into a productive energy instead of just going off like a chicken without a head. Um, so she was really impactful and she taught me about the kind of leader that I wanted to be. 
And then much later in my career, in my 30s, um, I worked for a man that everybody knew in our industry as Teddy Mack. And Teddy was a friend that turned into a boss. So he, I got to work for him for about five and a half years. And every single day working with him was just pure joy. I mean, that man had my back. No matter what I came up with, I would come up with ideas. He would let me like dress him up for a theme for a conference when there was no theme to be had. I would create a theme. I'm like, we're going to do this because we're going to set our little vendor booth apart from everybody else here. And this year, this is what we're going to do. And he would let me <laughs> begrudgingly. And I would be like, no, 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 you don't understand. I'm not expensing these costumes. I'm paying for them out of pocket. And he's like, fine. <laughs> but he loved it. He loved it. And everybody always loved that he would go along with my crazy ideas. Um, he was just magnificent. And um, he passed, unfortunately, very unexpectedly in 2015. And to date, that is still the biggest loss I've ever dealt with in my life. And not in my career, in my life, he was that impactful. Mm -hmm. He was, he was like a, like a big brother. He always put his wing around me and he was just, just incredible. And I think we all need a boss like that. Oh yeah. Cause it, it seems like both the people that you mentioned, especially him, were not only mentors of yours, but sponsors. So it's, you have this crazy idea. It's awesome. I'm going to help you get there. Let's figure it out. And just supported you. And to have two people like that, I think is just incredible. Oh, I know. Totally. I mean, I would have people in the, in the years I worked for him, I would have people be like, hey, I was thinking you'd be perfect for this job. And I'm like, nope, not leaving him. Yeah. Nope. I've got the best boss in the world. I'd be stupid to consider ever leaving him. I'm like, if he goes somewhere, I'm going to follow him. <laughs> Anywhere he goes, I'm coming. <laughs> I, know, I know I've got the best possible situation. I got a job I love working for a man I admire and respect. So it doesn't get any better than that professionally. And I did just want to take a moment and thank both your husband for his service and for everything that you've done because okay. I just can't even imagine balancing everything and traveling and trying to establish your career and build relationships. I That just seems a lot. Um, so I just wanted to acknowledge that and thank you, um, both of you for, for that. Oh, thank you. That's really kind of you. I appreciate it. He's, he's almost done. You know, he's got days before he retires at this point. So you had to get there. You put in 20 something years, which is incredible. I know. I know. So he's going to be really supportive come January 1st. Exactly. <laughs> I, I would definitely, I want to know more about the evolution of your company, how it got started um, from kind of the ground up from where it really is now. Well, it's kind of a weird trajectory. Honestly, I started the company in 2009 um, because I was finishing my master's and I had been working at the most stressful job I've ever had in my life. And when I left there, I was like, I've got to keep working, but I really need to finish this master's. Like I was tearing my hair out, crying in the middle of the night, stressed, <laughs> trying to do both at the same time. Oh no. So I started the company and uh, it was great. I was, you know, doing a little bit here and there, but I was finishing my master's and finally got that part out of the way and was bored. I wasn't, I hadn't built the company enough and I was kind of bored. So I got offered the job with Sydney Frank, with Teddy Mac. Teddy offered me the job and um, he'd found my resume in a trash can. 
What? Yeah, I guess there were like 400 plus resumes for the job. And he calls me one day and he's like, Christy Lawler. I'm like, how are you doing? He's like, do you remember applying for this job? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, why didn't you just call me and say you were interested? And I'm like, because you're my friend. And I didn't want to make it weird by being like, hey, I'd really like to work for you. Like, do you want to interview me? I thought that's weird. And he's like, ugh. He's like, you know me. If you weren't a fit, you, I'd tell you. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, so I'm going to interview you. I found you in the trash can, but I'm going to pull you out in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, okay, awesome. From trash to treasure. So I, I got the job and that was awesome because 400 candidates. That's, I took that as a huge compliment. Yeah. So I made it my mission to like spend every day that I worked for him, making him look like the all-star amazing genius that I believed him to be. Uh, so it worked well. And um, during that time, I couldn't do anything that I'm doing with my company. It would have been a conflict of interest, being in the beverage world, on the sales side. So I just kind of tabled it and did like little marketing projects here and there on the side. But when he passed, I took another job and that was really high stress too. When I left there, I was like, that's it. I'm going back to consulting. This is easy. And just rebranded, relaunched, and reintegrated myself into my consulting side. And uh, that was a little over two years ago now, I think. Wow. Yeah. It's been, a, it's been wonderful, though. So I, I couldn't – it's been a weird path. Yeah. <laughs> like, not in a conventional sense at all, but I'm really happy for it. Oh, so – what you even said about your friend, it's interesting because a lot of people feel that way too, of I don't want to reach out to somebody I know, or some people reach out to too many people they know to put themselves out there and ask for a job. And I think it's really kind of interesting that you decided not to, and then wound up working for him. And it turned into, not that you felt like you owed him something, but you wanted to make him stand out and know he made the best choice. And you worked even harder and smarter because yeah. of it, because he put himself kind of on the, not on the line for you. He knew you could do it and wouldn't hire you. Um, but I think that's so powerful. And so you can learn from that, learn from that experience. Oh yeah. He definitely taught me about how to treat people. I think I learned more from him than I've learned from anyone else, honestly. And just how to just, genuinely be kind yeah and that to me is kind of the base of the customer service and the industry that you're in right? creating those memorable experiences creating positive experiences be kind be friendly mm -hmm. how do you think that you can really change that or use that mentality in the workforce as an employee as a supervisor to me it should be simple i know it's not because Obviously, it's a topic of discussion for a reason because it's not simple, but mm -hmm. you just, it, it's the golden rule, even if that's cheesy and saying that, it's just respect the fact that everybody has a different path. They're in a different need state. They're in a different mindset. Just respect the fact that they're different and be kind because it's yeah. free to be kind to someone. It takes a lot more effort to be angry and hateful. In my it opinion. does. I think it does. It's so much easier to smile and be nice and think of reasons to dislike people or think of reasons why that person was not well-intentioned. It's much more effort. Yeah. 
it seems like it's it's exhausting for me personally, but it seems like it's much easier in the hospital uh, hospital the <laughs> hospital industry. Those two, the hospitality industry, it's just about making giving people a positive experience. And for a lot of us, because I grew up in this industry, I was a bartender and a server and even a host and a busser. I did every role. It was really simple. The happier I made people, the more money I made. Yes. <laughs> I mean, oh my God, do I want to pay my rent and my car payment or just pick one by being a jerk? <laughs> Really, because people do business with people they know, like, trust and relate to. And bringing in the stories and experiences gets you somewhere, I think. It absolutely does. Just be sweet. Be nice. Care. And when you were saying that you were bartending, you were busing, all of those things, do you think knowing the ins and outs from the bottom up has really helped you build relationships, has helped you land big clients and get where you are today? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because in, in having that perspective and that approach and that experience, I think it's helped me build my credibility as a professional, um, on this side of the bar yeah. as a consumer, <laughs> and coming at it from a different perspective, but having that background, it's definitely, I'm, I'm just honest with people and you may not like what I have to say. You may not like the truth I have to spell, but at the end of the day, there's nothing in it for me or you if I'm not honest. Yeah. Would you say that's your secret or is there something else that really stands out for you in terms of how you've been able to land such large clients and even working with, like for somebody else, you're able to get some big names under you. Do you think that's the secret to it or is there something else that we might be missing? Honestly, that's my secret to it. I'm sure there's a there's a more evolved secret from somebody that's more evolved than I am. But for me, it's just being decent, honest, kind, and genuinely caring about the other person and figuring out what's going to work best for them. And I have this conversation all the time with my clients. I'm like, if it doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for anybody in the equation. Right. It has to work for everybody. And I get to be that liaison where I figure out what works on both sides of the partnership to make it come together into something that's sustainable and long-term. And we've, we've talked about before too, about really having our fair share of bad bosses and bad experiences. Oh, is there, it's, it is so tough. I feel like it has changed. I mean, you can learn so much from that. I do feel like I've learned a lot from my crappy bosses, either whether it's not to be that way or about myself. Um, is there an experience that you can share with us that you've maybe had and what you did and how you use kind of all these things we've talked about to resolve it? You know, I've, we've all had those bosses where we're <laughs> like, wow, you are horrendous. I'm like, who didn't hug you enough when you were six years old? <laughs> what? <laughs> right? You, I don't want to sound rude, but you may be damaged. Um, and I, I mean, we've all had them and I've had plenty of them. I just, I've taken away how not to treat people. I've learned as much from them in a different way and a not as desirable way that I, that I've learned from the, you know, the two standouts that I mentioned earlier. Um, I've had people that really would just tear me down in public and I, in meetings, like apologize for my existence pretty much. And I'm like, why, why? What? 
am, how am I threatening you so much that you're feeling like you need to just debase me? <laughs> like, wow, it's crazy. And I'm like, I've had bosses that have sent me home in tears or oh, sent me to the bathroom in tears or to a corner at work in tears. And that's not fun. And I'm like, you know, they're not going to feel necessarily any better at the end of the day because that was the result that they had on another person. I think in that moment, they feel more powerful. Yeah. And that's sad because that's a short-lived high for them. They're never going to get anywhere good. They're never going to have any kind of authentic relationship. And I can recover from that. And I know now because I'm an old lady. <laughs> in my 20s, I didn't realize that that was their problem and not mine. I took it on myself and I took yeah, it I did. my problem. We all did that, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we're impressionable and we're starving for approval. And we're still learning how to esteem ourselves. But now, looking back and being capable of esteeming myself and looking for ways to esteem others, um, I see that that was not me, that was them. And that's okay because they can go on about their existence and they may have had a negative impact me in those moments, but long-term, their negativity was something positive for me because I know what not to do or yeah. say to someone, clearly. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, but I, you hit on so many what I love most about even what you said is it's a lot of the time not about us, right? It, it's, I mean, if it's happening over and over again from multiple people saying the same thing, it's different. But yeah. oftentimes if it's that person, right? And we'd start to take offense to it early on in our careers thinking it's us, but it might just be they're having a bad day. Something didn't work out for them and we're the person that they kind of take it out on. So yeah. it's shifting our mindset to think about the situation differently. Yeah. I feel sorry for them. I don't know where any of them are at this point because obviously, you know, once I didn't have to deal with them anymore, I'm not yeah. going to reach out. No. <laughs> you're like, ah, I hope you're well, doing well, but. Yeah. But it's kind of interesting though because, and I ask that question a lot in my podcast, like, do you have any regrets? Anything you look back on? And because I'm of that perspective where, yeah, there, I've done some dumb things. I've made some bad decisions. But if I hadn't done those dumb things and made those bad decisions, I wouldn't be sitting in a position now where I'm so happy yeah. and fulfilled and creating beautiful things in others' lives. Because that is just, that's just it for me. That's all I need to be happy, really. Yeah. Um, but so I'm, I'm grateful for those unsavory people. Yeah. <laughs> In the moment, it's the worst, but years later, you're like, you know, they changed me for the better. I was able to learn from it. I'm with you. Yeah. And they're probably still angry at someone else now. They've yeah. moved on to another victim. <laughs> it's true. It's so true. But really, yeah. thank you so much for taking the time and answering these questions. I know our audience will learn so, so much from you. So thank you. Oh, well, thank you. No, it's a pleasure. Truly. And and how can our audience get in touch with you if they're looking for consulting work, just want to know a little bit more about you and your career? You know, the best, there's uh, my website, really easy. You get, all, you get all the information on how to reach us there and learn about my foundation and my company. Um, and that's cjlconsults, plural, dot com. And then, of course, LinkedIn. I'm always on LinkedIn. 
Perfect. Thank you so much. And to our audience, if you have any questions you want to ask Christy or want to be featured in a future episode, please just reach out to me on Twitter at not okay. That's okay. Until next time. Thanks again for listening. But did you know that you can leave me a voice message to answer any questions on an upcoming episode? Just go into the show notes and the link will be there at the bottom for you to send me that message. Have a great day.